Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. We are back from our summer Sabbath. We're all rested up, ready to dive into the second half of the year. Looking ahead at our plans for the pod, you guys. I am so excited for what we have coming your way this fall. We've got the whole rest of the year planned, and it is good. Not only that, but we have got a really fun and special episode for you today. Today on the show, we're celebrating the new 100-day devotional, Chase the Fun, that releases tomorrow on August 2nd. This 100-day journey will help you in lots of practical ways to find the fun in your life and to create the fun that you need. If you're listening to this episode the day it comes out, you still have the rest of today to pre-order and get the bonus goodies like the first seven days for free or the audiobook, the whole thing read by me for free today. Use go to chasethefunbook.com so you don't miss out on those fun pre-order offers. But to celebrate Chase the Fun making its way into the world and into your hands, we're having an episode full of fun coaching, you guys. We are fun coaching y'all. More on that in just a minute. Before we dive into today's conversations, I want to take a moment and share with you about one of our amazing partners, Athletic Greens. I am in on anything that makes it easier to take good care of myself and to treat my body well, and Athletic Greens is one such helpful product. Oh, Annie, Athletic Greens, tell us more. Okay, so one scoop of Athletic Greens has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptive. They're easy for your body to absorb and easy for you to simply stir into a glass of cold water. The special blend of ingredients in Athletic Greens supports your gut health, your nervous system and immune system, your energy, your recovery, and your focus. It's the one thing with all the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant 
product iterations, and third-party testing. Come on with continuing to make your products better and better. Athletic Greens, we see you. So many of us take some kind of multivitamin or use various supplements, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Athletic Greens provides that, and it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself separately. That's so annoying. So it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially as we finish up this flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of cold water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And just a reminder, those links are always in our show notes below, so you can just look right you're listening and you'll see the direct link to all of our partners as well as to signing up to join us to do the chase the fun 100 days together starting on august 15th that is all in the show notes below okay today on the show hi ashley hey annie i love when you join us i love it too thanks welcome for having back me. Thanks. welcome back welcome back to all of us yes welcome How to all of you i know happy august how was your july july was good I got a couple of weeks off. Yep. Um, good time with family. Really good time with my kiddos. Yeah. Um, you know, as a as a family, we've got some crazy stuff going on that time together helps yeah. work through crazy stuff. And yeah. we got some good rest and had lots of fun. So yeah, we did I too. got some time on my own, too, which was yeah. a gift. My husband's kind of awesome that way. Yeah. And so I. what about you? Same. I mean, I think that's the interesting thing is it, you know, you think, Here's what these weeks off are going to look like. I'm going to go go on this trip. I'm going to do this. I'm going to see my family. I'm going to whatever. I did not plan to get COVID, and I did. Oh. <laughs> I did not plan to. I mean, you know, same in our family. We've got some really heavy stuff going on in our family, and so I got to be with my family more days than I thought I would have. Good. When we planned, you know, I. Well, of course, when we planned this, we put this on our schedule in January. Right. And in January, you can't be like, well, I bet next summer will be there'll be really hard things in your family that you'll be going right. to be with your family. It was like, no, I was going to go here and there and everywhere. And so it just feels, it feels good to be back and to be here with everybody. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The live shows though. Oh, uh, the, just the absolute listening actual. Listening back made me so happy, Ashley. Yes. The I mean, nostalgia was, for not that long ago was strong <laughs> for strong, me. Strong, strong. Spring 2022 <laughs> nostalgia. That's exactly right. So one of the things we did in every one of our live shows from June of 2021, which was like one of the That Sounds Fun tour, and then February, March of 2022, is we did fun coaching. Right. Which I loved. Yes. It's the most fun. Oh, it's so good. Now, it's not like an official thing, but I mean, I've written three books about it. I talk about it twice a week for the last nine years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I get a, I've collected a lot of information about fun. Right. And so at our live shows, we got to fun coach people. Yep. What was your experience of that when we were doing that as a staff member, but as an audience member for every one of the live coaching? Well, it was, it was very tender a lot of times. Yeah. And I, I found, I even described it to someone as it, um, it goes deeper and more spiritual than I ever realized that a, a question about how do I have more fun in my life yeah. might go. Yeah. And though I might not have been in the same season or um, been initially like, mm -hmm. oh, I totally relate to that question. Mm -hmm. I found something that I learned yeah. for myself 
in each one. Yes. Yes. Me too. I just loved it. I loved getting to talk to all these people about like, anytime someone can say there's a roadblock between me and who I want to be and someone else can come along and go, let me help you remove that roadblock or crawl under it or crawl over it right. or bust it up or Blow set it, it on up. fire. Yeah. yeah. And so I need so many people in so many different areas of my life to help me with roadblocks. It's really fun to me. It's really fun to me that I get to kind of come help people with their fun roadblocks. Yeah. So I'm glad we get to do that today. Me too. So we are celebrating the launch of Chase the Fun. Yes. The new devotional that you have coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow, August 2nd. I can't wait. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about Chase the Fun I did this once already. I did an interview this morning and laughed about this to the lady. I was like, when I wrote Let's All Be Brave, and it was like the why do you be brave, the what does it look like, the what have been some steps in my life. And then everybody goes, okay, so how? How do mm-hmm. I do it? Absolutely. And I was like, oh, whoops. And so I wrote 100 Days to Brave. And, and then we kind of accidentally did it again with That Sounds Fun. It came out in February of 21. Yep. And telling the like, what is fun and why does fun matter? And then everybody said, so how? Right. How? And the fun coaching is one of the ways we help with the how, but we can't help as many people as a 100-day devotional can help. Yep. And so so now Chase the Fun comes out tomorrow, so people get to be a part of it. And the whole truth and nothing but the truth is you helped a lot with Chase the Fun. Oh, I was honored to. So we worked on it together. I wrote it. It was all my content. You helped massage it and make it better and edit it and add some important pieces. So thank you. I mean, I know I've said that to you privately, but Chase the Fun, the book, would not exist if you didn't work here with us. And so I'm really grateful. Thank you. I am too, because I believe in every bit of that content. Yeah. So me too. I think it's really going to matter. So the book comes out tomorrow and then we're going to start a group of people doing the book together and we're going to do it on starting on Monday, August 15th. Right. So people can go to chasethefunbook.com and sign up to be a part of that group with us. That's the magic of these 100 day devotionals finishing. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And we finish better together. So will you tell tell everybody a little bit? This is kind of a Q&A show. Will you tell them a little bit about what we're doing today? Yes. So we reached out to everyone who pre-ordered Chase the Fun, yes. and they had the opportunity to send in some fun coaching questions and followed up to schedule some time to chat through some of those with those individuals. And so we have a chance to talk with several people who yes. sent in questions for a fun coach. Yes. Their favorite fun coach. Maybe the only fun <laughs> coach they the know, Annie right. F. Downs. So. That's right. I think it'll be great. So for our friends listening, I have this is all happening in real time. You're going to hear us get on Riverside, which is our um, Zoom of choice kind right. of program. The recording, the recording application that we use. And we love it. We are mm-hmm. big fans of Riverside. If you are an Annie and Eddie Keep Talking fan, then you know we call this a reverse sponsor. <laughs> Where we love Riverside, but they are not paying us to say that at all. But we love using Riverside as that program. So we're going to hop on Riverside with a handful of different people. We got a bunch of questions in. So after we finish talking to these people who are giving us their questions live, we're going to buzz through some of the other ones too, right? Right. Yes. So friends, here are our fun coaching conversations. Let's go, Ash. You ready? Yeah. Alicia, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Welcome to Fun Coaching. I'm so excited. Hello. Okay. For people who can't see you, please tell everyone where you are. Okay, I am on vacation at a lake house in Houston, Texas. Oh, it, I mean, it looks beautiful behind you. It's like the sky is perfectly blue. Oh, there's a lake. I'm just having a great time. I'm having a great time. Okay, so you sent in a fun coaching question. I'm ready for it. Bring it. All right, so here's my question. 
It's always hard to walk the balance of doing fun things that fill your soul, that fill your soul and your bucket while also being selfless and taking care of your family, mm-hmm. job, whatever. Yes. So can you can you speak to that journey? Specifically for me, it's doing it without mom guilt as my passion, community theater, often takes some sort of sacrifice for my family. But I know I am better as a mom when I've got that kind of outlet in my life. Yeah, I get that. Okay, so Alicia, first of all, tell me, can I ask you some follow-up questions? Absolutely. Okay, how many kids? Three. And what are their ages? Six, nine, and 12. Okay, okay. So for a lot of our friends listening, if they have uh, one, three, and five-year-old, it's a different conversation than a six, nine, and 12-year-old, right? Because my guess is you have a little more free time now than you did then. Is that true? Yes, but I started when my middle child was one year old. So <gasps> I've girl. been. I started this when I had a three and a one year old and not even born yet. Okay, tell me yeah. why you started it then. Because my worship minister, at ch- it's always something I wanted to do. Yeah. My worship minister at church said, I'm doing. Um, I'm, I'm doing the music for this show for little women. And I was like, I'm in. I've always wanted to do this. Put me in. And wow. I was like ready to play. And so he cast me in the ensemble and I've been hooked ever since. And because uh, so, you know what you're actually yeah. modeling for your kids, which I think is really cool. What you're modeling is there are things I'm passionate about that I am going to put my time and energy toward. Right. Because that's what they're seeing in you of going like, oh, my mom. It, it happens all the time when moms and dads garden. It's when you are in the choir at church. It's when you volunteer and take the kids along and they go, oh, my, my mom cares about this. And so you're actually already doing it, I think, in a lot of ways. Talk to me about the balance you experience. Do do you feel guilt when you're doing it? Like, do you feel like you're being selfish? I think when I was little, it was a little bit easier. Um, I didn't initially have the guilt because my husband is a rock star. And he would be like, go, do, I've got this. He's an yeah. introvert, I'm an extrovert. He understood early how it, what it meant to fill my bucket. Yeah. Um, as the kids have gotten older, they've been more vocal. And they've been the ones saying, mom, I miss you. Mom, don't go. And that's been harder. So yeah. that's been the struggle because with I don't, I don't struggle with leaving them. I mean, leaving my husband, like they've, he's, he's got this, like he's often, I say a better mom than I am. Like he's, he handles things like a rock star, Yeah. but the kids miss mom. And so that's been the struggle as they've gotten older, strangely enough. Um, yeah. So I have a couple of thoughts about that. One, I would be, is there, do they want to be involved? Do they want to go with you or would you rather them not go with you? That's kind of, I've toyed with that. Um, I have friends who have been doing theater all along and they have like nine kids and a lot of their kids just come along. Um, And I get that. Uh, But part of me is like, this is kind of my thing right now. And I can kind of go and do, and then I can come back and be filled. Um, And my oldest has no interest. He might be interested in backstage stuff, but he's like, no, I don't want to be on stage. My youngest, I mean, my middle child, he's like, Maybe that would be something I want to do, but probably not. But my youngest is a little girl, yeah. and she's the only girl, yeah. and she's a diva. And I think she might be soon be like, come on, bring me mom, bring me mom. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm going to be like, come on, yeah. just do it. Yeah. So it'll probably become a, a mama-daughter thing soon, but it hasn't yet. So. Well, I also wonder, I, now I'm not, you know me, I don't like to should people, so I'm not going to should you at all. So I'm just wondering out loud. I wonder if there is 
a, a conversation around the schedule of like, okay, twice a year, I'm going to do this. And in the summer, I'm doing a play and I'm going to be the only one in our family that does it. But then at Christmas, I would love for us all to do this. Right. So I wonder if that yeah. way you get some of your like, hey, you guys get to go and play on your soccer team. And I'm not out there trying to be the goalie because we all have different things that we love. So I'm there cheering for you like you're cheering for me. But at Christmas, I'd like us all to be in a play together or at next weekend at home. We're all going to play soccer together. I wonder if you can. I'm just thinking out loud about like, how do you model for them? There are things that that bring me joy that it is it is okay if other people I mean this is a grown up conversation Alicia but it's okay if other people have feelings about the things that we love it's okay and yeah. that's going to be their whole life but I wonder if there's some meat in the middle where you could have a conversation of like hey when you miss me what how can I help you with that would you like to come bring your book and come and sit you can come to rehearsals on Thursdays or you can come you know and just kind of go have these a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like come see what I do sometimes. 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 <laughs> Alicia, that's the, that is going to be the word that keeps you having fun is sometimes. Y'all can yes. come sometimes. Y'all need to stay home sometimes. <laughs> Amen. That's good. Yes. Oh, that's so yes. good. Okay. Well, here's my request of you. I would love for you to, next time you're in a show, will you tag me in a picture so I or in a video so I can see it? Yes, I would love that. I have, my next audition is The Addams Family, and that is in a few weeks. I'm going to audition for that, and I'm super excited. Oh, yeah. I hope and you make been, it. Yeah, my, it'll be my next, my first show since COVID. Oh, um, wow. So it's been a few years, because that was another, like, with COVID going on and with the kids, like, getting older and starting their own things like it was hard to get back into it and so yeah. I'm stepping out and it's been a while since I've done a show and so I'm really excited to like like no this is this is I yeah that's awesome it's, it's gonna be a thing oh, I can't really wait excited. to see it please don't forget and listen let them jump in with helping you audition and practice and pick it. I mean there's all sorts of things where they don't have to get in the car with you but they can get you ready you know so yeah thank you for doing this today I really appreciate it Okay, Rachel, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Hi, thank you, Annie. Are you nervous? Uh, a little bit, okay. yes. <laughs> it's just me, though, right? Like, it's just your friend, Annie, so we're going to be fine. Absolutely. Okay, will you tell me where you live? So I live in Plattsburgh, New York, so it's about as far upstate as you can get. I'm right by the Canadian border. <gasps> Do you go over to Canada all the time? Absolutely. Half my family's Canadian. Oh, you're so lucky. I've always wanted to live in a place where a country was right next to my country. I'll never, don't think I'll ever get to do it, but that is very cool that you get to do that. Are you near Niagara Falls then? So not, a, not really. <laughs> my sister is near Niagara Falls. Okay, good. That's what I was thinking of. No. Okay. Just embarrass <laughs> yeah. me in front of all of our friends listening. How far are you from Niagara Falls? So, Annie, just embarrass me because I don't know. Okay, great, so, great. I super. know that. Okay, the only time I've gone from New York to Canada was at Niagara Falls. So that's all I knew about where they touch. I'm terrible at geography, so I will great. embarrass myself and my Bro. family if I'm like, it's west and yeah. I'm north. I don't know, maybe it's east. <laughs> and it's hot up there too, right? It is very hot. Not like, not southern hot. Oh, but no, it is I think for, everybody is getting warm. southern hot this, this August. That's I think true. everybody's getting it. Okay, so you sent in two questions. We're going to, you're mm -hmm. going to lead me on one and I'm going to remind you of your second one. So I am ready. Tell me your first fun coaching question. 
So my first question is, how do you keep from being disappointed after fun ends? Yeah, that's a very good question. I'm going to push back some questions to you, too. If you don't sure. mind, do you identify with a certain Enneagram number? I have taken the test multiple times, and I've gotten multiple numbers, so Great. everyone says I'm a nine. Okay. <laughs> You're like, here's what everyone else says, and I will just believe them. Um, okay, so here, I, I resonate so deeply with that, because a lot mm -hmm. of times what happens for me, tell me if this feels true for you, what happens for me at the end of fun is a lot of times it didn't actually live up to my expectations. Is that ever your experience? It is. Yeah. And so then when you end, so this is a genuine question to you. When it ends, do you find yourself you're more often sad that it's over or more often sad that it didn't quite live up to what you hoped it would be? Honestly, I think it's about a 50-50 split. Mm -hmm. I feel like when the fun is what I expect it to be, I'm so disappointed that it's over. Yeah. And then when the fun isn't what I expected, I almost feel like I missed out and yeah. that I'm not going to be able to get that fun back. Yes. Yes, there's a little bit of there's a hole in my bucket problem, right? Of no matter how much water I put in this bucket, it is running out faster than I can fill it. And so then when fun ends, you go, wait, 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 but my bucket is emptying. And this was supposed to fill it up and it didn't quite fill it up or it did, but it's already starting to drain again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about how you spend your day. Do you have like a day job or are you a student? Where are you in the world? So I am actually a college professor. I teach in a speech language pathology department in my alum, like my local SUNY Plattsburgh college. You are such a better person yeah. than me. You're such a better person than me. That job is so nice and so giving. So part of, now, you know, I'm not good at shooting people. I don't like shooting people. I'm just going to suggest a couple of things and you can tell me if we're on track or off track. Okay. I wonder... If you're, if you're very invested in your job and that makes your fun opportunities rare and really important. That feels very true, Annie. Yeah. <laughs> because when, when, when it's really rare is when the importance level goes up and that's when the sadness that it's over or didn't meet our expectations tends to be more profound. It's because you go, well, mm -hmm. I, I only had a week. So, I have a great example of that in that I got COVID in July during my time off. And I honestly was panicky about it because I was like, no, 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 no. I only have these amount of days and I'm stuck in my house watching Virgin River and cross stitching for days. And I was supposed to be here, 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 here. Right. <laughs> and what that actually showed me. I'm not talking about you, Rachel. I'm talking about me. <laughs> what that actually showed me mm -hmm. is that I have a little bit of, a little bit of the spirit of scarcity that okay. I am not going to have enough. And so mm. you can answer this or not answer this, but is there a little bit of, of a theme in your life of no matter what I do, it's not enough? A little bit. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Yeah. And so when that happens and when that affect a lot of times, and you've probably experienced this or this is why your question, you even had this question. A lot of times what we experience in fun mirrors what we experience in other places. And so you, mm -hmm. if you feel like your fun is running out or your fun didn't meet your expectations and you're sad when it's over because it's so rare, it's probably that in a lot of places in your life, you feel like your bucket is emptying quicker than you can fill it. Does that, that feel true? Sense. Yeah. I'm it not does. trying to like 
embarrass you in front of our friends that are listening or anything. Is this okay so far? I'm just reading my mail. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, no. I, well, great. But it's because it's my mail, too. We just share a mailbox is all there is to it. I guess so. <laughs> um, also, I want you to hear me say it's totally okay to be sad when fun ends. Like, I'm sad my vacation days are over because I had a great time with friends and family. And and so it's totally natural to feel that. The question to ask ourselves is why. Am I feeling it because it was supposed to feed me in a way it can't feed me? Or am I just feeling it because it's over? And I'm sorry it's over. And so my next question to you is, your vacation is starting right now. How long do you get to be on vacation for this window of time? I'm on vacation for six days. Six days. You're like, six days, seven hours, 24 minutes. (laughs) I'm not counting. I I am counting. (laughs) Um, What are some things that you have planned for this vacation? You know, lots of family time, doing birthdays, celebrating my parents' 60th anniversary, wedding anniversary. So go, you know, mom and dad. Yeah, well done. Uh, A lot of people can't do that. I I salute them. Yes, same. And, you know, and just kind of, uh, spending time with family who haven't been together. We, we have military members in our family who just came back from leave. Wow. It's a lot of just, you know, reunion and spending time together. Yeah. Are you going to get any alone time to just like chill and read a book or watch TV? Probably not this vacation. Yeah. No. Is that a value to you is getting to do stuff like having quiet downtime? It is. Yeah. So one of my one of my suggestions might be to go ahead during this six days and find a, a one day where you can go. I know coming in September on Labor Day, Labor Day. Yes, yep. that's the one on Labor Day or I have a Friday off or we have a fall break coming where you take like a Rachel day. And okay. I wonder and, I, and this is only a question we can follow up with after Rachel Day is I just wonder if having six days that are family oriented with a Rachel day on the calendar will make this ending less sad. Hmm. That's a great idea. And so it, it maybe we'll see. I'm, I'm legit plan on us following up with you and seeing how Rachel day goes in the fall, but whenever, if you can fit it in okay. August, but I know it's back to school, but August or September, if you can go ahead, I try when I'm in the middle of, my fun to know when the next fun is it's kind of the Sabbath Mm -hmm. feel of like, okay, I know Mm -hmm. I'm going to Sabbath on a Saturday and I know the next one's the next Saturday. So it makes the ending a little more like a, like I've thrown a rope and tied it to the next one. So versus the rope just falling off. That makes sense. That makes sense. Let me remind you of your other question, because I think it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. You said any suggestions for finding fun in fitness? Tell me more, Rachel. So this, I remember, and I'm I'm sorry if I don't remember which book it was. I love all your books, so let's just start there. Thank you. I often don't remember either, so you're fine. I want to say it's 100 Days to Brave. You talk about a class you took. I think it was Zuma. Zuma. Zuma, And you had so much fun. Yep. And you you were like, I can have fun and work out. And I think that's so brilliant. And I think that's part of what I'm looking for for my personal chasing of the fun. I want to find something that I love again. I used to swim in high school and I adored it, but uh, I haven't been able to swim because of an actual injury I got Mm. when I was swimming. Yeah. And it makes it really quite painful to swim. So I'm trying to find that fun fitness activity again. Do you have any suggestions for looking for something when 
one thing was working, but it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So what's next? Okay, I am the queen of one thing is working until it doesn't work anymore. So the first thing I want to release you from is that you have to find a fitness activity that lasts for the rest of your life. I tend to, mm-hmm. what I have started to say to myself is do something for a year. Do, do a program or a class or a whatever for a year. And then at the end of that year, if you want to go, because I, I want to balance really well. I think you're like this too, Rachel. I want to balance really well, like committing to something and not forcing myself to spend the rest of my life riding a bicycle. You know, like I want to, I want to be both. I want to be a person who's committed and perseveres, but who doesn't like, I don't want to be miserable. I want to have fun doing it. And so I have found for me, and I'll be, I'll be interested to see when we follow up with you about Rachel Day, (laughs) I'll be interested to see. I wonder if you find either based on what the school offers, if there's a gym or if there, or if it's a Peloton or the Peloton app or some sort of other app online that offers a huge variety of classes. Are you a mm-hmm. person who likes to exercise with people or by yourself? I'm a by myself person. So I want to be the person who exercises with other people, but I think that we both end up letting each other down where it's yes. like, I don't want to work out today. Thank you. And then we don't. Yes. Thank you. Ashley, who you know and love that's sitting here with me. Ashley, how many, you and your girlfriends go how many mornings a week? Four mornings a week. Four mornings a week. And at, at what time, Ashley? So impressed. During the school year, it's 5.30 a.m. What a during, nightmare. During the summer, we back it up to six. Oh my gosh, we back it up to six. Listen, in no world, Rachel, are you and I going to nope. meet up at 5.30 at Niagara Falls and go on a jog in no world? Maybe you have that discipline, not me. I don't like to see the 5.30s. But that really works for Ashley and her friends because it meets a couple of different needs, right? So for me, what I need most in exercise is fun and release. Like I've got to release tension out of my body. And I'm guessing from your job, that's probably true for you too. And so what I found really helpful is apps that have these wide variety of classes that I can go, okay, I'm going to do this program. So right now I'm in the middle of a program that lasts for four weeks and then I'll pick a different Mm -hmm. one. And so I wonder if there's something like that, either in person or something you can do at home that offers you variety, but also requires a little bit of commitment and and invites you to practice perseverance without forcing you to like jump in a swimming pool for the rest of your days. Right. So that would be my suggestion. And technically, I think I have a six month or a six week guest pass to Peloton. If you want me to give it to you, (laughs) I have a guest pass. So just email me and you can just have my guest pass for Peloton because I don't need it. So if you want that, email us back. (laughs) Just email me back. And um, so does that kind of help trying to think through that variety? I I think it does. I think that honestly, the biggest holdup is I think I was holding on to something that I used to really love to do. Yeah. And kind of that fear oh there it comes kind of that fear that I'm going to either not find that or find it and lose it again mm, versus just wow. being excited about something new or trying something new wow that there are people writing that down that are hearing this. Ashley just raised her hand. She's writing that down. I mean, that's that's it for dating. That's it for exercise. That's it for jobs. That is it for so many things of like, if I start again, what if that happens again? And so mm-hmm. I think you get to run face on. You know that old kid's rhyme, you can't go over it, you can't go under it, you got to go through it. The, um, oh, we're going on a bear, on a bear hunt. hunt. We're going on a bear hunt. I think you're going on a bear hunt a little bit. 
of like, you can't go over this and you can't go under it. You just have to go through the reality of why am I afraid of that? And what do I do with that fear? And can I get some exercise in while I'm figuring it out? And can it be fun? Right. Yeah. Ashley, do you have yeah. thoughts? Ashley's leaning forward like she has thoughts. No, I'd, I'm, I'm just in for this. It is applying to my life, too. Yeah, me too. Okay, Rachel, we're going to follow back up, though. I'm not done with this information. I need to know about Rachel Day. I need to know what this bear hunt leads you to because I think it, it feels m- maybe profound for you. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm excited to see. Well, now it's an experiment. So That's now it, girl. I'm ready to see what. Yeah. People <laughs> so don't quit I experiments. People quit New Year's no. resolutions all the time, but no one quits a science experiment. We got to see if it blows up. Absolutely. So. Hopefully not. Yeah. But absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're so, right. Yeah, circle back at the end of September. <laughs> okay. Can do. Can do. Thank you for making time to do this. I'm really, really grateful. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This was amazing. Hey friends, just interrupting our fun coaching real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, ButcherBox. Even though kids are headed back to school here in the next few days, we've definitely still got several weeks of summertime cookout weather ahead of us. Listen, best summer ever is not over, you guys. You know your girl AFD loves a good get together with friends and even better with delicious homemade food that everyone brought with them. As you wind down your summer, well, We're thinking about winding down our summer, but we're not doing it yet. Add some showstoppers to your grilling lineup with ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the subscription service that delivers high-quality meat and seafood right to your doorstep. You get to choose from carefully curated selection of 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, wild-caught seafood, and more. Y'all, my freezer is so well-stocked now with beef and chicken, which is actually pretty motivating for me to know I've got restaurant-worthy meat that was delivered straight to my door waiting on me to cook it up. It's expertly packed fresh and shipped frozen. I love how convenient ButcherBox is and what a time saver it is in my grocery shopping situation. You can customize your own box or go with one of theirs, which is what I did. Convenience all the live long day. Either way, you get exactly what you want. Delicious 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. All of this for an unbeatable value. I mean, we're talking less than $6 per meal on average, you guys. Let's be real. We pay a smidge more than that when we go out to eat, don't we? Yes. So get summer sizzling started with this special butcher box deal for our friends. Free bacon for life, you guys. Free bacon for the life of your membership. Plus $100 off. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash TSF. Like that sounds fun. And use the code BONUS100 to get one pack of free bacon in every box for the life of your membership. You guys, free bacon plus $100 off your first order. That's butcherbox.com slash TSF. And use the code BONUS100 to claim this deal. And I got one more amazing partner to tell you about. These two go together so well. Liquid IV. Okay, so during my break, I was able to do some travel. And as you heard, I also spent some time dealing with illness and staying home. In both instances, when it was blazing hot while I was on the road, and when I needed to take a little extra care of my body to support my immune system, hydration was top of mind. Thank goodness I had my Liquid IV with me for the entire month. One stick of Liquid IV mixed in your water bottle will hydrate you two times faster and more efficiently than water by itself. Plus, Liquid IV has 10 refreshing flavors. They taste so good. Y'all flavors like Concord grape or lemon lime and tropical punch. Yum. So I've been working through trying some of my less familiar flavors and y'all, 
the real, real, is that I have loved them all. The golden cherry, y'all, the golden cherry. It is so good. And the pina colada takes you straight to the beach in your heart. They're a part of my morning pretty much every day. But like I said, for sure, when I'm on the go or under the weather or on an airplane, listen, I drown liquid IV when I'm on an airplane. Liquid IV has got five essential feel-good vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C, and three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. Liquid IV is is made with premium ingredients and without gluten, dairy, soy, or any GMOs. So grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code that sounds fun at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using the promo code that sounds fun at liquidiv.com. And now back to fun coaching. Sandy, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks for doing this. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, Sandy, tell me how long you've been listening to That Sounds Fun. Oh, gosh, probably about three years, maybe four. Yes. Did you ever think, you know what? I'll probably be on that at some point. Uh, No, I never (laughs) thought I would be on the podcast someday. It is like a dream come true. Oh, good for me too. So I'm really glad you're here. Um, This is a very fun, fun coaching episode and I love your questions. So will you go ahead and tell everybody your fun coaching question? Yes. So I am wondering how can I convince others of the value of taking time to have fun? Well, part one, I feel like that's my life motto, right? Like here I am out here trying to convince everybody. Um, Tell me who you're thinking of when you're thinking of who you have to convince that fun matters. I feel like sometimes it's my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's it's not necessarily friends so much. Sometimes my family. um, And I feel like sometimes it's myself when I'm in work mode. Yeah. And I really struggle with the work versus personal life and, you know girl. I feel like I spent half of my vacation, half of my vacation thinking of all my thinking on vacation. I spent half my thinking of vacation on how do we balance work and life? Yes. It's just so hard, isn't it? What do you do for work? It is. I'm a school counselor. Oh, how would you ever? I know. Yeah. Which I absolutely love. And I, I love having summers off and, you know, we're just getting back to work again now, but I feel like I, I'm not always fun at work. And I feel like I'm pretty fun outside of work, but I want to be both. So sometimes it's me I have to convince. Yeah. Thank you for doing that job, by the way. As a former elementary school teacher, there is there was no one I trusted in that building more than the counselors that were available to my students. So thank you, thank you, thank you yeah. for what you do. Um, it is not an easy my job. Pleasure. It is not an easy job. I think, I think you know this because you work with kids too, but it's not very easy to convince anyone of anything. Correct. Yes. Yes. Right. And especially in the internet world, as you and I were discussing before we started in the internet world, we can't convince anybody of everything because everyone shows up believing everything they believe. Yes, that is so true. Yeah. Right. And I showed up today in my life believing everything I believe. And so did you like, it's just part of what we do as humans. And so I kind of wonder, I mean, when you're trying to convince your family to eat the meal you just made for them, how do you do Mm -hmm. that? How are you already, what are your other tools you're using in other places to help your people understand what matters to you? Right. I think one thing I've really learned is like, I have to role model, like the behavior I expect in others. So if I want people to have fun and take time to have fun, because I know it's good for their overall mental health and life, then I kind of have to be an example of that. And so I think that's 
work, that's kind of like my go-to, but at work, I, I'm not always fun at work and I don't like it. I want to be, I want to take time for fun at work too. So um, that's where I'm struggling for sure. Yeah, that make I, I think you're exactly right that the, the, the way we impact others the most is how we live more than what we say. And the annoying yes. part of that for you and I, when we're talking about fun is no one wants to be the fun trailblazer because that usually means you're alone. And that's the case for yes. like every kind of trailblazer is the one who goes first usually goes alone for a while. And so, yeah. A, I'm sorry that that's the truth. And I'm sorry that that is <laughs> your experience because I wish that wasn't it. I wish that wasn't it. Um, but I, I'm very interested in your thoughts about what you have to do to convince yourself, particularly at work. Do you feel like there was a time in your job that was easier to have fun than it is now? Um. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like, I think part of it is like, I've, I've been doing my job for 25 years. So I, I do have to say it, it probably has gotten less fun the more I've done it, because even though you think the longer you do something, the easier it becomes, that is so not the case in education with no. high schoolers. Like, no. no. So I do think maybe there's less time for fun or I just don't carve it out. Maybe I just carved it out better when I was younger. So that's just something I wanted. I want to do for, for my team, for my students, mm -hmm. you know, for my whole school. I just want to make sure that we take time to have fun because it really is an important part of, of being balanced, you know? Yeah. I want to release you from a couple of things. I don't think that it is you that is the reason your job is less fun. I think it's very fair to say <laughs> that educating high schoolers now versus 25 years ago when you started is a very different job. And, For sure. yeah. and counseling yeah. high schoolers and what they are experiencing and the depth of what comes against them is so different than 25 years ago. So I also, I, in the midst of you trying to sort this out, I also want to release you and remind you that it sounds to me like you were doing the thing they always used to tell us to do in teaching of you don't teach one year 30 times, you teach 30 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's it, good. And it I sounds like, like you've done that. It sounds like you haven't done one year 25 <laughs> times, you've done 25 right. years and you've grown and changed yeah with the job. Yeah. But I also love that you, that you want to model fun as part of mm -hmm. a, a busy life that can have some really hard parts to it. Yeah. And, and so part of what, what I'm wondering about is I wonder if there is a, a small fun thing you can do every day versus trying to be like, Hey, I'm the Ooh. fun counselor, everybody Ugh, come over here. You know? Well, I definitely don't have that <laughs> reputation. I'm the oldest. So I'm definitely not the funnest. It just comes to the Right. Right. And so, I, well, I mean, I think there's a lot to be said that the, the veteran teachers were the ones I loved learning from yeah. um, because I was like, man, that the girl next door to me has only been doing this for five more minutes than me. But the one down the hall from me taught me, you know, so right. I love that. So I just wonder if there's like a daily thing, even if it's so when I taught yeah. school on Fridays, I always put a joke on the board. I taught fourth and fifth grade. So on Fridays, I okay. would write a joke on the board with the the joke and the punchline were on the board. And we went through every Friday why the joke was funny. 
because I was like, in fifth grade, I'm not teaching them to read. They've got all the letters down. I can help them be like good people. You know, and to me, good people are funny. And so (laughs) it's like, let's talk about this joke. So I just I'm thinking through like these are silly examples, but maybe they will spark the real answer for you. But I mean, it's it is a candy jar that every piece of candy has a question attached to it. And before the student can Mm. leave with the candy, they have to answer the question. But the question is like, what's your favorite snack? Which game are you not going to miss this weekend? If you could trade your life for one day with any celebrity, who would you trade with? You know, I mean, I just wonder if there is some sort of, because the thing about fun is it's relational and vulnerable. Yes. And if you can good, figure yeah. out a way to, to use it to help grow relationship and vulnerability, that's what you that's what the younger teachers and younger counselors really need to see modeled is what you naturally know how to do. And that's mm-hmm. help people connect with each other. And yeah, so, for sure. And even on your team, I wonder if there's how many of y'all are on your team? Are you in charge of the team? Um, I am. Yeah. I am. That that also impacts the fun factor. Mm, I know. 100%. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, you're talking to the one who's in charge of a team over here, too. It, it impacts the fun factor, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. I know. Sometimes you just kind of feel like you're trying to wrestle up cats. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, I am in charge of the team, and we are six counselors wow. for, for about 2,100 students. Good gravy, Sandy. That yeah. is... That is a lot. Ashley, if you could see Ashley, Ashley's head is just shaking. Well, I used to teach <laughs> high school. And so, yeah, I'm just feeling, I am feeling with you. Yeah. 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 So Sandy, one of the things I'm sure you already do this, but I'm just going to say out loud what's coming to my head is I think you asked God for a battle plan for fun this year. I think that's an awesome idea. Because I, I just think there may be something there may be something when you go back and listen to this episode, you will hear, I haven't said this to anyone else. So that's kind of why I'm trusting it is like, I think there's an actual battle plan that's going to change. That's going to shift something at your school. And, 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 and when I mean battle plan, I just mean like, I'm picturing like a map in front of you that God goes like, here's the journey we're going to go on this year. And it could be a candy jar. It could be a joke on the board. It could Mm -hmm. be that, you know, y'all, you and the other six counselors are going on a guacamole journey this year, and you are going to find the best guacamole in your area, no matter what. And so, you know, another thing I did at my first school I taught at, we were down the street from the Mayfield Dairy, which, uh, what part of the country Ooh. do you live in, Sandy? Oh, I know Mayfield okay. Ice Cream. Okay, great. I live in South, in South Florida. Okay. So, um, so Mayfield Ice Cream. So we lived down, we oh, worked yeah. down the street. And on Fridays, there was like a train of teachers that as soon as that last bus left, we all went and it was only 20 minutes, but we would go and get one scoop of ice cream on a cone and then everybody would go home. And- and it mm-hmm. is, to me, it's one of the things that bonded me with these other teachers because oh, we're yeah. all like, does That's anybody need some cookies and cream at the end of this week? <laughs> right? So I just wonder if there's something as that, because you know this from the podcast and from our life together, that, that like simple fun can swing open huge doors. Yeah, and so no, I, just, I completely agree. I wonder if there's something simple. And because it's you who has to talk yourself into it first, since you have to be the leader, right. you've got to figure out what sounds fun to you. So does guacamole sound fun to you? Or does margarita sound fun to you? Or does ice cream? Or does a soccer game? You know, like, I, I don't know. Right. But there's something that you go, man, I don't mind committing this school year to pursuing this 
this this section of fun for my team and with my team. Mm-hmm. Because I think you're right. I, I think it'll it. spill into the kids. If the counselors care, it'll spill oh, into yeah. the kids. Yeah. yeah. And we just have a lot of change going on at our school this year. We have a new principal. We're changing yeah. the way we're serving our students. So I think it's, it's a great opportunity. Yes. Infuse fun, for yes. sure. Yeah. And when you retire in another hundred years, because I promise they're not going to let you go anytime soon because you sound like you're the best at your job. Um, it, it is OK if when we retire from our job, if someone doesn't go, she was the fun one, because what they're actually going to say about you when you bring fun, what they're actually going to say about you is Sandy. I won't say your last name because I don't want to, like, put you on blast in front of everybody. But Miss yeah. Sandy, they will say she really loved us. She really saw us. Yeah. I know this is weird, but every time I took a piece of candy, I had to tell her, I had to answer a question, but like she listened, you know, like they're not going to yeah. go. She was the fun one who, who at the, at the school carnival, let me throw a pie at her face. Like no one remembers that teacher. And I was mm -hmm. that teacher. So I can say that I was always the one that was in the dunk tank. They were like, she's 23. She's not married. Put her in the dunk tank. Right. And I was always right. the one who had to do the stupid stuff because I was new, but so that's not what they remember. They remember the ones who saw him and loved him. And and mm -hmm. and by choosing fun as the vehicle to get you there, you're going to do that for those kids and those teachers this year. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for that encouragement. I appreciate that so much. Oh, my gosh. Well, and I definitely don't pray about my job enough. So that's a really good reminder to do that. I don't know that I do either, Sandy. It's one of the reasons I think you may have heard me talk about this before, but hanging on my wall in the room where I read most mornings is literally at, at my eye level on the wall across the room is everybody's name who mm -hmm. comes to this office. Because otherwise I would never think to pray. And I want to pray for my job a lot. Where This year I want yeah. wisdom and courage. I want a lot of wisdom and courage. And so I, I'm, we're, I'm asking God for that for us. So I will ask him for that for you too. So, um, Sandy, awesome. thanks for making time to do this. Yes, no problem. I hope you have a fun. great Thank school you. year. I, I hope at the end of the year, will you circle back with us so we can kind of hear, even if you just have one fun day, I'll feel like it's a big win for all of us. <laughs> I would love to do that. I'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, please do. Megan, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to That Sounds Fun. Thanks for having me. So fun. I know. Okay, tell me where you live. I'm outside of Chicago, in Wheaton, Illinois. Okay. Oh, I love Wheaton. It's a beautiful part of the world. Well done. Yeah, um, I, I love, love it, it there. I've gotten to come up to Wheaton Bible a couple of times. Yeah. And yep, do, that's right in my neck of the woods. Yeah, I did a Christmas thing there. Anyway, I love that part of the world. Well done. I'm good picking on where you live. Okay, so you have a question about for fun coaching because pretty much you're self-proclaimed bad at having fun. That's it. Yeah. Okay, tell yeah. me more. So my main question is why is fun important? Like I'm so busy with work. I have so much going on all the time. My husband says fun is, you know, the main part of life. He's an Enneagram seven, <laughs> but I am not built that way. So I just, my main question is why is fun important? I'm going to push back a question to you. Why I, do you think it's not important? Uh, I like productivity mm. and fun doesn't feel like it's moving the needle with anything. What is your, what, this is going to be a serious, the thing our friends listening don't know is we already had like a five minute conversation before we started. So yeah. I'm just like jumping in with you a little more aggressively because <laughs> we're already friends. Um, Megan, what is the fear if you're not producing? Oh, good question. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, what is the fear if I'm not producing that I'll f like fall behind maybe? Mm, maybe. 
I think yeah. that's a, I think it's a question worth sitting and thinking with a little bit okay. because a lot of times the reason we don't want to have fun is also the reason we don't rest is also the reason we don't turn down opportunities that we probably really don't have time or energy or bandwidth for is because there's something we're afraid of losing or not getting. And so I kind of wonder if it's not that I don't think you and your husband are these polar opposites about fun where he's like all in and you're all out. I think you just have different fears. For sure. Yeah, that's probably so spot on. Right. So Uh, figuring out the I mean, it's one of the things we talk about a lot when we talk about fun is that it's vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And so my wonder is, is there something about the expert you've become at your job and at everything you can produce that there's like a, I'm not an expert at fun and therefore I might as well not even give it a go. Yeah. Yep. That is, <laughs> that is hidden close to home. <laughs> You're like downs, get out of my business. <laughs> that five minute conversation just really opened things up. Know, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Before we started, you said that your husband most identifies as an Enneagram seven. Yes. And you most identify as a what? An Enneagram six. Yeah. And we have a lot of friends who wrote in doing these questions that are sixes and ones that are saying, I don't know how to do this if I'm not going to do it right. And I don't know how to do this if I'm not going to do it in a way that is going to make sure nothing goes wrong. Right. Those are kind of the two points of view is uh, a lot of times people who identify as a one are the ones who are going to say that give me the recipe and I'll follow it. Yeah. And and my friends who identify most closely with Enneagram six are going to say there's 18 ways this could go wrong. Just don't (laughs) let me do one of those. Yes. It's very overwhelming when I think about fun. Right. Ruthless. Right. So let me help you with this. I'm just going to give you a picture to think about. Um, I think a lot of times people think of fun as a lake and you're trying to go fishing. And there is just, there's a right spot and you don't want to get your hook stuck on the bottom. And how are we ever going to find the fish? And am I standing where I should stand? Should I move over here? And Mm -hmm. I actually would tell you fun is more like a river than, than it is a lake. And if you think of it more like, can we just get in here and adjust as we go versus this is a stagnant pool of water that I've got to, that I've got to sort out correctly. Okay. Yeah. I love that visual. It helps me a lot. Cause I think, okay, it is. So let me, uh, currently I'm working on a cross stitching project. You know, I love cross stitching. It's like my favorite <laughs> hobby. Um, so I'm doing the three cities that I've lived in. I'm doing the skyline. So I finished Nashville. I'm working on Edinburgh, Scotland, and then I'll do Atlanta. Well, one of the things I've done is I've done it on black background instead of white. And it's actually really hard because the (laughs) holes are really small. I feel like I need special glasses. It is, it is not working for me. So my options are if this is a lake and it Mm -hmm. is fish or don't fish, I'm, I'm going to quit. If the only option is this, I'm out, but it's not a lake, it's a river. And I get to go, Mm -hmm. okay, if this isn't working for me, I can keep floating down this river and I can just switch back to white background for the next project. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I wonder, does that feel, does that make sense yeah. in your brain? 
Yeah, I kind of thought fun was like you have this like still lake and you have to do a cannonball like right in the middle of it. Yes. And so yes. that feels very overwhelming and intimidating. So the yes. river thing no. makes it a lot more approachable. It's a river, sister. It's a river. And the good thing about a river is if you need to pull over and take a break, it gets more shallow. But the deepest part and the coolest part and the part that people enjoy the most and that actually moves the fastest is the middle. And so that's just our goal is to end up in the middle of the river, whichever way the river's going. I had someone teach that when I was in college, this uh, friend of mine named Tammy came and taught that to our college ministry, but talked about like your life calling is not a lake, it's a river. And that, yeah, because she was like, just get in. You're not going to miss what God has for you. Just get in and get going. And that picture has stuck with me for a long time and helped Mm. me to like, this is the pressure is off a little bit. This yeah. isn't a cannonball that has to go to the very middle. Get on a yeah. pizza float and head down and see what happens. Tell me what kind of hobbies do you and your husband, do y'all share any hobbies? Music. We love oh, music. He's a worship great. pastor actually. And so we awesome. love like all kinds of music. What worship leader are you dying for me to have on the podcast? Is there anybody I haven't had that you're like, please bring this person on? Maybe uh, Andy Rosier. <gasps> I don't, I don't know his Do name. You know him? No, I'm writing it down right now. Um, I, yeah, I just met him the other day and he just seems like the coolest guy. Great. Um, and just, yeah, incredible. Um, so, okay. Yeah, dream concert for you and your husband. What's like the concert? It, 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 this is a cannonball oh. question instead of a river question. I'm sorry. That's terrible. Boy. Yeah. But is no, there, I love this question. Though. Okay. What is it? What's the show? Um, we, so we went to the Jay-Z concert. <gasps> And that was just like crazy. It's like yes. so many people and it's like kind of wild yeah. and just really fun. Yes. Yeah. And did, did, where did, did he play in Chicago? He did. Yeah. The United Center. Okay. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. I kind of have yeah. a dream. I've never seen him live, but after the, after the halftime show in January, I was like, I need mm-hmm. to see all these like nineties rappers. It, I need yeah. to see a show. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That it was so fun. I was standing up. That was the most fun. Talk I about sang fun. Every was- word. I sang every word. I was like, this is when you know <laughs> yeah. we're middle-aged, Megan, is when we're like that halftime <laughs> show, spot on. Every college spot student on. was like, I don't know what's happening. And all of us were like, your yeah. dreams are coming true is what's happening. Best music ever. Best music ever. Yeah, we need ever. to go back to that era. It was so, it was so good. good. It was so good. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, here's my challenge to you. I just would love, and I don't like to, you know, I don't like to should people, but I just would love for you and your Enneagram 7 husband to kind of have some mm-hmm. rivers versus cannonball in the lake conversations and just kind okay. of see what would it look like, even with music as a hobby, like, hey, here's some things that I'd like to try. And I, th- I think it'll serve you in your heart to dig into the fear of doing this wrong and see if Mm. it releases you. And I think it's worth your husband. I mean, the thing Enneagram sevens have to dig into is what's our fear if it's not fun. Yeah. And that's a real girl. It is. Yes. Tell him, (laughs) say, Annie said, you got a face. You got to face the fear of what happens if this isn't fun. Yeah. Megan, thanks for doing this today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. That was so helpful. Oh my gosh. It's so fun. I love getting to do it. Hey friends, just interrupted one more time to tell you about another one of our amazing partners, KiwiCo. You know, as a former teacher, that I love learning. There's a lot to be said about what you can learn in the space and pace that summer break provides, right? But it can be tough to keep coming up with new experiences or adventures to help your kids have the hashtag 
TSF best summer ever. When your ideas start to run out, which may be happening at this point, let KiwiCo come to your rescue. KiwiCo delivers monthly crates full of science and art projects perfect for kids of all ages who want to keep their imaginations active all summer long and maybe take a break from the computer and phone screens. Build stomp rockets, fly a kite you created yourself, or explore the fascinating science of trees. Every month brings a new adventure in science and art. My mini BFF, Audrey, who I love, was What's up, Audrey? She created a felt succulent garden from a kiwi crate just a couple of weeks ago and sent me a picture of it, y'all. It was so cute. It was so cool. These strips of felt that she had rolled and decorated and arranged into this little garden box. And her favorite part, truthfully, my favorite part of hearing about it, was that she did it all by herself, and she was really proud of that. You can help the kids in your life become more innovative and creative, building their confidence along with their knowledge and problem-solving skills. Seriously, they won't believe what they can build and accomplish at KiwiCo. I'm sure all of you parents have hit the point in the summer when it can be hard to keep your kids busy and challenged. And y'all, that is okay. Let KiwiCo do the legwork for you. They think of everything and include it all in each crate. So you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Make the rest of the summer a new learning adventure, one you can get every month with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code that sounds fun at kiwico.com. That's 50% off, like five zero, you guys. 50% off your first month at kiwico.com, promo code that sounds fun. And now back to finish up this fun coaching Q&A. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to That Sounds Fun. Hi, thank you. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, tell me where you live. I live in Hagerstown, Maryland. It's about an hour from Baltimore in D.C., Oh, an hour from Baltimore and D.C. Okay, so mm-hmm. when it comes to baseball, are you a baseball fan? Uh, Orioles by default, but... Yeah, that's what I was wondering if you were Orioles kind of or, Na- or Nats. I didn't Nats, know which one you yeah. were. Oh, Orioles and Ravens. And so, Ravens, yes. Fair, very fair. I support yep. that. Okay, you have a really uh, vulnerable and generous question that you submitted for fun coaching. So, A, thank you for doing this. And B, will you ask us your question? Sure. So I lost my mom unexpectedly this January. And as a result of that, or I guess in the wake of that, I've started to create a bucket list of sorts of things that either she loved or that we wanted to do together that I could do in her memory um, over the course of this year, just moving forward. And while these things are meant to be fun, I anticipate that they also may come with pain and just grief. Yeah. And so I wanted to ask you if you had any advice on how to go about this in a way that is fun and special, but still honoring and creating space for that grieving process. And I guess a little bit of context. I also have a younger brother and sister who I'll be bringing along with me in yeah. that. For starters, I'm so sorry. What? I, it was never meant to be like this. You know, yeah. it's not what God intended from the start. So I am really, really sorry. And, yeah. uh, one of the things I like to consider with grief is it only happens once. You will never have yeah. to feel this exact same thing again. So that helps me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, I think, so for stars, I think this idea is brilliant. I think honoring someone you love that is no longer with us by doing the things y'all would have done together is such an interesting and smart idea. For our friends listening, I think this is great if someone has died. I don't think it's great if it's a breakup. 
right? Like, if it's a friendship breakup or a romantic breakup, I don't think there's a lot of wisdom in like, let's make a list of everything we were going to do together and I'll go do it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think that works. But I do think when it's someone that is no longer with us, it makes a lot of sense. I think you already know what is true. And, And so I think even your question is saying, I recognize this is not going to be all fun. And I recognize this isn't going to be all pain. And I, I, I submit to you that I think possibly the, the freedom you need to give yourself is not the freedom to grieve in the middle of the fun, but the freedom to have fun in the middle of the grief. <laughs> yeah. And, and so this list, is, we, can you give us a couple of examples of what's on the list? Yeah, so one is a Ravens game. She's a big Ravens fan. Um, My brother is as well, so kind of doing that with him. Um, And then smaller things, like she loved baking Christmas cookies, so doing that this year or um, going to – we have, like, a fair in the area in the fall. And so things like that that I knew she loved and were a part of our rhythm. Yeah. And so uh, I just did Best Summer Ever where I listed (laughs) out a bunch of things I want to do this summer. And part of the reason I did that is because – our family and some there's some up close things to me that are really tragic and sad that we knew would happen this yeah. summer, some loss. And and so I wanted to hold both at the same time. So I'll tell you one of the things I'm doing with my list that is similar to your bucket list is I'm making a chat book of the pictures of everything mm-hmm. from my best summer ever because I want to have this memory. And one of the pictures is going to be the checked off list. And some of my things haven't happened. One of the things got canceled because of family things and a new thing popped up. So just last night, I put a piece of tape over the original thing and wrote the new thing. And so I'm making a chat book out of that. So I think having that hand, that memory in hand will be part of me remembering the good of the season. And so as you're starting this and really getting into it, I would say make a list you can see. That's really visible for you and your brother and your sister, whether you do that online or whether you do that in your house, or I would have a list you can see a list that they can contribute to, which I'm sure you have, but I'm just saying that out loud for all of our friends listening. Like (laughs) if it's three of y'all involved there, there are three sets of memories here and check them off and do them and, and trust what you feel. You've probably heard me say this before, but your feelings are fine. They can, they can ride. Don't, don't let them drive. Right. Like, don't let them be the boss of you. But everything the three of y'all feel over the next year is really fair and absolutely allowed from laughter to anger. Right. Like and everything in the middle. And I don't even think those are the polar opposites, but you know (laughs) what I mean? So I think I think you're doing it by by saying out loud to yourself, there is going to be grief in this joy and there is going to be joy in this grief and and holding both of those really, really well. It sounds like you're already doing it. I'm not bossing you to do it. It sounds like you are doing it. Tell me about the Christmas cookies. What are they like? Are they like break and bake, which is fine? Or is it like this recipe? There's this one recipe in my hometown that no one's allowed to share. And it is like 18 steps. Like where does mom's cookies fall on that scale? More on the homemade scale or side. It's kind of funny because I notoriously dislike the cookies that she makes. (laughs) Perfect. You're like, gotta do it. Gotta Gotta do it. (laughs) That actually, that is like the best part of the story is you're like, I don't even like these things (laughs) and I will make them this year. And then you know what the freedom is? You don't ever have to make them again if you don't want to. Yeah. Right. Or do you have, are you married? I am. And do y'all have kids? 
We have a one-year-old, yes. Okay, so your one-year-old never has to taste them if you don't want them to, <laughs> right? Yeah, they don't have to be right. a part, but, but they're a memory for you. And so my other thought is now that you are the mom, after this year or in tandem with this year, do you build your bucket list for you and your kids? Hmm. And you yeah. go, here are the cookies I actually, my mom made cookies. <laughs> they were gross. I am going to make cookies that are good. And this is yep. part of my tradition with you. Yeah. Right. So I wonder if there's a, there's a gospel vision for you of what it yep. looks like to be the daughter and the mom in this yeah. story. Yep. You know, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. What are the cookies that are gross? Well, they're not gross. You just don't well, love them. They're not gross. Yes. There's the peanut butter ones with the Hershey kiss. Oh, right. I'm not a fan. Right. Yeah. Right. I, um, and listen, it's, I, I'm with you. I now yep. give me those peanut butter ones with a Reese cup and I'm considering it. Mm. Yep. But yep. a little better. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Ashley, I I every time I think of you this year, our friends can't see you, but you have like beautiful red hair. And, like I will when I see red hair, which is one of my nephews has red hair, I will think of so. you and um and I will just ask God to meet y'all. And yeah. that's that's the beauty of fun is that you think you're just pursuing something easy and he can meet you, you know. Yep. So. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, girl, of course. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. That's a, so many of us, everyone has lost this year in some way yeah. or another, right? Yep. And so how to hold these both is hard to sort. Yeah. So you're a hero. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Ash, how sweet are those gals? Amazing. That was really fun. Those were so, all five of those were so different. Yes. Didn't you think so? Yeah. I loved the 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 depth of insight, but the variety too. Yeah. 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 As I was talking with each of them, I just thought, man, each of these is helping me in a different way. For sure. <laughs> like I feel I feel helped by their because the fun thing about doing fun coaching is it is very little about telling people what they don't know. It's reflecting back to them what they're saying to right. me. Right. You know? Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, man, y'all y'all got it. So, okay. So that was five of the lots of questions people submitted ahead of time. So are there like, we've gone through the questions. Are there like big themes? Can we try to answer groups of questions that came in? Yes, there certainly are. So I've pulled a few of those. Here's a question for you. How do you overcome the to-do list, the inner critic, yeah. the feeling of I have to earn fun? Gee whiz. Well, I mean, you don't have to earn sleep and you don't have to earn food and you don't have to earn friendship. Now, you have to be healthy in those things sure, for them to go well, but you don't have to earn them. They are your life, <laughs> liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Is that <laughs> it? I mean, there are some rights you have as an actual person. And one of those is to stay healthy is to have some release and some fun and some joy in your life. Yeah. So you do not have to earn it. You don't have to earn it. You will enjoy it most if you use it in a healthy way and make it a healthy part of your life. But that is true about sleep. That is true about food that you don't have to earn it, but it is best experienced in a healthy way. Right. And so I would say as far as your to-do list and getting through all the things, for the rest of our lives, what is promised in the curse in Genesis is we will have toiling and work. Mm. Your to-do list is actually never going to be finished. I, I have an app where I do my to-do list, and it is never empty. Right. And so instead of waiting for your to-do list to finish, put fun on it and make it a regular cyclical rhythm. I love that. 
I love that. And then you still get to check it off. That's right. You still are getting your list done. Yep. But you've benefited from it in a, right. a different way than maybe some of the other checkboxes. That's right. Awesome. Okay. So what about finding fun when there are constraints? Let me list some of the constraints that our friends um, pointed out. What about when when there's a budget yeah. limit? Uh-huh. Um, how do you do fun on the cheap? Um, what about physical or health considerations? Like I can't, you know, one of our friends said she couldn't can't swim, swim anymore yeah, because yeah, of yeah. that injury. Yeah. And so when when my physical body can't do what I wish it could, yes. how how do I find fun in the midst of that? Um, or just I'm new to town, I don't know people. Mm-hmm. How do I find fun when my circle is limited as far yes. as the people? Yes. So the first thing that's coming to my mind is the all the different currencies we use in our lives, mm. right? Time is a currency. Money is a currency. Our health is a currency. Everything costs us something, right? So even putting fun in your calendar is going to cost you time. Right. It's going to cost you. You're going to have to exert your body in some way, most likely. You're going to have to use money in, in some of them, right? So... One thing is whatever the thing is that you want to do, look at the currency that you don't have to do it. So you want to see the world, but you don't have unlimited financial or time currencies. Right. Right. So what does it look like to shrink that down in a different way? Could it be? So something that happens here is a lot of times there's there's museums that will bring in different. Yeah. Um, uh, like exhibits. Exhibits. Right. So I don't have to fly anywhere, but I can see art from Paris. Yeah. Is it the same as sitting at a Paris cafe? It is not. But is it giving me a taste of the bigger experience I want? Because what we what we really want, we we want to go to Paris. But what we really want is the feeling you feel when you're standing in front of the Mona Lisa. Right. Okay, so can we get a taste of that standing in front of a Monet that has come to our town? Yeah. So, so pay attention to the to the constraint that you have, and use it to your advantage, right? So, so your health constraint. So whether it is, I mean, I got COVID over my break, right? Right, which really messed up my plans for what how I wanted to spend my time on this summer Sabbath. Yeah. What did I get to do? Well, I got to go through all my bookshelves and pull out the ones that I'm going to take to our local booksellers and resell. That's not like the most fun, but it's something I've been wanting to do is clean up my bookshelves. So I got to do that. I really got a lot done in my cross-stitch. I really advanced. Well done. Because not only was I constrained by ability Mm -hmm. because I was sick. I was constrained by the rules of how sickness works. So I was stuck in my house. Mm -hmm. And I was constrained by financial because I just didn't want to use my money to like do things in my, you know, I had, I have Disney plus and I have my cross stitch. And so, right. And so I think there's a way for whether it's time or money or your health that you can go, Hey, I I recognize there's a limitation here because there's a limitation for everyone. Yeah. I recognize there's a limitation here. I will do my best to find a way around it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but it's true for everyone. Your, your limitation that is keeping you from having the fun you want to have, there is someone else who has a limitation that's keeping them from the fun too. Mm. So, and and I mean, you know, there's a lot of opportunity online to connect with people who are experiencing what you're experiencing, you know, whatever your limitation is, whether it's how do we have fun on the cheap or I'm a busy fam, we're a busy family, how do we find fun? Or I am in a group online of people who have the same illness I have. And can we talk about how we have fun right. in that group? Right, yeah. Yeah. 
That's brilliant. So you've touched on this in a couple of the conversations that you had earlier, but um, how do you find fun when you're dealing with some of the heavier or more difficult emotions or conditions, dealing with depression or anxiety or grief? Yeah. Yeah. I've sat in all of those at one point or another, right? And so it is really hard. Pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is like the dumbest to me. I just think like, no, there are times we cannot do that. Sure. I think getting your community involved matters, even if that's one person. If that's one person that you can pick up your phone and call and say, hey, I am having a super hard day. I don't want to leave my house. Can we go on a walk? Yeah. Will you meet me at Sonic and we can get slushies and then I'll go back home? Or I think I should leave my house for 40 minutes today. Can Do you have an idea? Right? So I think it's, it's getting other people. Pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is an image that actually doesn't work, but someone else pulling you up is an image that I can see in my head. Uh huh. Uh huh. I can't lift myself off the ground. Right. But you could reach a hand up to a hand that is reaching out to yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I think you need to invite somebody in. Okay. I love that. This is an interesting question and I, I think we'll wrap up with this one. Okay. But I love that it kind of, it, it, it bridges between two of the topics that you're most passionate about. But what about when you're scared to reach out for fun if it feels yeah. vulnerable, if you yeah. feel alone. How do you muster up the bravery to have fun when you're scared? When courage and fun mm-hmm. meet. Mm-hmm. You know I love these two things. I know you do. You are right. I think one begets the other. Okay. I think if you will choose fun and step toward it, you will feel braver. Kind of the nature of courage is, and and for our friends listening that may not know this, we have a a devotional like this, like a, like Chase the Fun called 100 Days to Brave, mm-hmm. that is also 100 Days that is also about pursuing courage. And so that came out in 2017. So I've spent five years in the world of bravery and courage. It yeah. does not mean I'm a professional. It just means that I am an expert at the information, <laughs> <laughs> if not an expert at the action. But what is true about courage is it is kind of like a snowball rolling down a hill, mm. but you have to get it started. And and fun could be the catalyst. So I do not like roller coasters very much. I, I just, I am scared of them. I don't think they're incredibly fun. Also, the thing I say to myself a lot is I am not going to let fear make me miss a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Mm. So I get to decide if it's once-in-a-lifetime. Sure. But so, for example, last week I was at a water park with the fa- a family that I love, the Barnes. Everybody knows Dave and Annie Barnes. So the Barnes and I were at a water park. And the boys said, Annie, will you go down? Not Dave, the children <laughs> said, Annie, will you go down water slides with me, with us? And I, I'm not a huge water slide fan. And I thought this may be once in a lifetime with these kids. Sure. Yeah. And I want to say yes. It will be fun. And it is scary to me. Uh-huh. And so what I said is there were two water slides, a green and a yellow. And I said, I will do one. You pick which one we're doing. Nice. Right. So what I was able to do is kind of say in my head, I said, I'm scared of this. <laughs> what matters more to me? is the experience than mm-hmm. my fear. Mm-hmm. No, I will not get hurt here. My fears are pretty irrational. My fears are that I'm going to go too fast because I'm bigger than the kids. Okay. And so I'm afraid of water slides because I don't like how fast you end up going and it triggers my thoughts about my body. Yes, yeah. Okay. And so I didn't have to explain all that to these a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old. Right, but that's what you're that's what you're walking but through your mind. But that's what's in my head. Is yeah. I'm going like, "No, I don't want to do this because I go so fast and it triggers all these thoughts about you're going fast because of your body." 
So what I do say to them is like, hey, I don't love water slides, but I love you and I love fun things and I want to do this with you. And so I did it and we laughed and it was super fun. And we went down the green one and then I ended up going down the yellow one. Right. Well, and I ended up doing them both. You're right about one begetting the other. And yes. then courage begets more courage. Yes. Just like fun begets more fun. That's right. And so I, I wondered when you started telling that story, I was like, I wonder if she ends up based on the experience of the first one doing the second. I'm yep. so glad you did. Totally. We did. And I'm then they said, come and do it again. And yeah. I said, no, no, no. I did the yellow. I did the green. Now we done. All that done. is it. And so that, so to me, one of the things we get to do when it comes to fun and courage is let them lead each other. Sometimes the fun thing is going to walk you toward vulnerability or connectivity in a way that's going to require courage. Mm -hmm. And it, the fun will be the engine and the courage will be the cars that come along with the train. Mm -hmm. There are other times where you will be brave and end up having fun. And so, so if you will go after one, the other usually is a, is a car connected to that yeah. engine. So as we wrap up this episode celebrating yes. the release of Chase the Fun, I'll ask the, the question that you always ask. Is there anything we didn't talk <laughs> we about didn't that you want to talk about? <laughs> you know, the thing about a, these 100-day devotionals is this is deeply true for 100 Days to Brave, and I believe it's going to be true for Chase the Fun. It's mm -hmm. also 100 Days, is that anything you do for 100 Days changes your life. Yeah. How you eat, if you go on a walk. If you decide to read the Bible for 100 days, if you call someone for 100 days, if you do this devotional, and I mean, nobody's perfect, you know, like I'm doing John Eldridge's 30 Day um, to Resilience on yes. the Pause app, mm -hmm. and I started at the beginning of June, and I am not done yet. The math is, it took me more than 30 days. <laughs> so if it takes you more than 100 days, fine, but, but just don't quit. Mm -hmm. So that would be my encouragement is if you start, don't stop. Yeah. Even if you miss a day here or miss a day there, they're very short each day. Some of them are going to feel very fluffy to you. And then the person who lives next door to you is going to read that same one, and it's going to matter to them deeply. Right. And so pay attention to the ones that matter to you deeply and enjoy the ones that are fluffier for you. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the book, I look forward to what happens in 100 days. So if you start Chase the Fun with us on August 15th, we will end on Tuesday, November 22nd, which is very interesting because it's right before Frankfurt. Advent. And, and Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving. And we have some fun things Ooh. planned for that. So we will, yes, we, we, will do. we will finish the year with you. Mm -hmm. So we will mm -hmm. not abandon you at day 100. We have something fun coming for the last part of the year too. So if you start with us and you go every day and just read a little bit every day, I will be so interested to hear from people in November and December about what hobbies they've picked back up, what mm -hmm. relationships have rekindled, what surprising joy and sadness have come along, how different their lives might be. It'll be really, really fun to hear in the end of the year. Yeah, so, absolutely. And I know I said at the beginning, but thank you again for making this book a reality. You, I could not, I, I was unable to finish it. And you were able to help me finish it. And right. so thank you very, very much. Thanks for inviting me in. Yes. It was, I really appreciate it. Pardon the pun, but it was so fun. It was so fun. You guys, weren't they the best? What a joy. And don't you love when Ashley is on the pod? Me too. What a great episode. What a great way to jump back in to the second half of the year and get 
things rolling, y'all. I am glad to be back. I'm glad that we are back. I'm glad you are back. And listen, I hope you'll grab a copy of Chase the Fun. It is out tomorrow. Wherever you love to buy books, jump in with the big group of us that will be going through it together starting on August 15th. You sign up at the link in the show notes below to join us and tag me when you get your book in the mail or when you pick it up from Target or Walmart. It is my favorite thing seeing them in your hands. And I'm always going to encourage you to tell our guests how thankful we are for them. But since I'm not going to put our friends from today on blast on Instagram, will you just come to the comments on my post about this episode and throw a thank you party for them? Let them know how grateful you are for their courage and vulnerability and what you learned about fun that you want to add to your own life. I think I'd be really, really kind. If you need anything else from me, you know, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I'll do the same. So today, what sounds fun to me? Well, y'all know what I always say to our author friends when they're on the show. You celebrate the night before the book comes out. So that's what I'm doing tonight. I'm celebrating that the work is done, that we put our hands to, that we felt God invited us to. And the book is out. And now it is not just mine anymore. It is ours tomorrow. So I am celebrating tonight. That's what sounds fun to me. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you back here on Thursday with my friend and fellow author who has a book launching on August 2nd, Ainsley Britton. You guys have a great week. We'll see you Thursday. Thursday.